going? I'm Coco. And I'm Mike. And this is Rockin' Vino, the podcast where we talk about wine and music and how the two go so well together. See if I can get through this part. I think I can do it on this one. <laughs> you can find us many places. Uh, we are at Apple Podcasts at on the TuneIn app, where apparently a lot of people find us. Uh, Spotify, Stitcher, all the good places, rockinvino.com. On Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, at rockinvino. Sign up for the mailing list, follow and like and subscribe and do all those good things so you can find out when new stuff is happening. Yeah, like us. Tell us you like us. Please. Please. (laughs) We need the reinforcement. (laughs) So um, today we have a really fun episode where I have my friend Maggie joining us today. Hello. Yay, Mags. (laughs) And um, she is the hospitality manager, right, at a winery called the Donham Estate in Carneros, which is Fantastic. Thank you. Uh, yes, that is correct. Uh, <laughs> Donham's been around since 2001, and we focus on estate-grown Chardonnay and Pinot Noir, primarily out of Carneros, where our main vineyard is and where we host our tastings, by appointment only. Um, and <laughs> One of those places. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we also have vineyards in Russian River mm-hmm. and Anderson Valley, so making about 4,500 cases of Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. Um, and it's definitely um, one of my favorite Pinot Noirs and Chardonnay. I don't drink Chardonnay that much, but when I do, it's quite delicious. But I absolutely love the, the Don and Pinots. Never disappoints. And if I'm going to somebody's house and I really want to impress them with a good wine, that's what I bring. But they also have to be really worth it because it's not cheap either. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. And then also, Maggie, you're a fellow music lover as well. And you also play... I am and for fun. I do for mm-hmm. fun mm-hmm. <laughs> by myself in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best of all the venues. It really is. Yeah, it's nice to have some wine and then Maggie pops on the guitar sometimes. That hasn't happened in a while, but it is. it was always fun. It is always fun. Thank you. I always think I sound a lot better the more wine I've been drinking. <laughs> I think we all do. <laughs> um, and so we're also going to chat about um, a recent show that we all recently went to last week, right? Wasn't it last week? It was last week. like, you know, man, the days and the weeks are just rolling together. It was months ago. It was, yeah. (laughs) So we went and saw um, Meg Myers at a brand, or a newish venue in the city called the August Hall. It used to be a, a dance club that they transformed into a music venue, and it was super cool. Yeah. Um, and she was amazing. I thought the space was really beautiful, actually, and it's. I think it was really cool that they have like a bowling alley downstairs where you can also get food before yeah, the show. Yeah, that's right. It was closed when we were there for a private event, but it looks like it could be a really fun way to start the night before the show starts. You there was a bowling food. alley? Yeah, yes. you missed what? it. It was super cool. <laughs> like in the place next door, we went uh-huh. down to go get some food, and uh, unfortunately they were closed for a private event. But yeah, there was bowling alleys, tons of fun music, a bunch of like a big long bar. Wow. It was, it was great. That's impressive. I know. I'm even more impressed now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to go back for sure and actually experience that space. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean... The bathrooms were nice. That's always a big oh, yeah. plus when you go to a concert. <laughs> that is, for sure. Um, and uh, so we ended up going to eat at uh, a Mexican restaurant down the street. Yeah, um, Colibri, I think it was called. Yes, Colibri. And uh, unfortunately, we didn't get wine, but we did get margaritas and uh, <laughs> and just shared some delicious food. So that was, that was really nice. You always can find some good places to eat in the city, yes. you know. 
So, um, and then we got, well, we literally went into the venue, like, right as she was about to go on. So, perfect timing. I, I, I don't want to call out the opener, but it was, <laughs> was, a, like, it was a good yeah. choice is what I'm saying. <laughs> we didn't miss much. Yeah. Well, that was good. I'd rather have another sip of margarita right. than to go see a bad band. <laughs> Um, and so, so she went on and, um, I think she opened with jealousy. Correct. And, uh, I was stoked cause I love that jam. And, um, like immediately when she went on in my head, I was like, yep, we're not leaving this concert early. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. She was so magnetic. It was just as soon as she opened her mouth and she's this tiny little thing, but the sound and the emotion that comes out of her yeah. is just so powerful. It just grabs you, like you said. Yeah, there was no way we were leaving early. I I had to write a review for the show after, and it was so hard to put into words what, sort of what she is as a performer. It's, it's so interesting. to like, Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like an interpretive dance she's doing on totally. stage through the songs. Yeah. But it's not, but it is. It's the closest descriptor right and we were talking about that on the way home we were like it's almost like she's putting on a performance but it's not it's genuine like it's just like i think it's genuinely how she um how she i don't know performs Mm -hmm. you know so yeah very interesting it's like this physical representation of whatever's going on in the music it's it's crazy yeah (laughs) yeah and you can't not watch no but her band was great i thought the drummer mm-hmm. was fantastic um and then the guy on was he bass or guitar he was on guitar guitar yeah yeah he was really good too and they had a lot of really good energy when they needed to have energy and um yeah it was yeah. impressive the amount of sound that was coming out of uh three people yeah i was just thinking it was almost like she looked like um a marionette and she was, and the music was like her puppeteer. And, uh-huh. you know, at times it was almost like she would move like a contortionist, but she wasn't. Yeah. It was just very theatrical, but not like, um, it was still authentic. And that yeah. was what was, it was, you could tell mm-hmm. the music was just really moving her. Yeah. It was cool to watch. Yeah. I was definitely stoked to be able to, to be there to see her. I know that she's has, um, she was essentially on tour to promote her most recent album. Um, Take Me to the Disco. Mm-hmm. And um, so she has two previous albums. Is that right? Two? Yeah, two full length and then a couple EPs. Yeah. And, yeah. So I know that she's definitely hit this area before, but I was just stoked to be able to see her like in general and now. And and um, and yeah, she just was like mesmerizing. And I was, uh, yeah. And then I was like, I have to get a tour poster at the end. <laughs> I collect posters, so I was like, I need one. So, uh, so yeah. But um, what were some of your favorite songs that she performed? Hmm. I mean, I really liked Jealousy. I mean, that's a big one that I think is uh, one of the most uh, recognizable. But I also really like the Take Me to the Disco song. I think that's fantastic. I liked um, the song Some People, which was just, I think, one of the ones she played maybe acoustically. Is that right? Yeah, with her guitar. Mm -hmm. I liked when she just sat down, too, and just sort of, Played and you could see that she was actually really also a talented musician. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she definitely did um, the morning after and constant on guitar. Yeah, that those was, those were the solo okay. songs. Yeah. The encore. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, I mean, 
I don't know what I love Monster. Monster's always good. And it's always fun when um and that's an older song. And when you just are there and the crowd is just like knows every and the crowd was very passionate about Oh, her. definitely. And throughout the There were whole, some long timers there. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. So um so it's always cool, you know, I feel when the band gets or the the crowd gets um involved as well. Yeah. I, uh, I think she closed out the main set with uh, Little Black Death. Yes. Which I, it's like Darkest Timeline Katy Perry is <laughs> how I, I put it. I don't know. It's totally. a cool song. It's an, an odd song, but it's such a cool song. I like it. Yeah. Faithfully done live. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So, um, so yeah, luckily we didn't have to travel that far to, um, to go see this show, just to the city, which was worth it. It was a nice little drive, but um, we have definitely um, traveled, all of us, for shows and for music. So This is true. <laughs> so Maggie and I recently traveled to Denver for the Beck and Lauren Hill show. And Mike, you had previously, the week before, traveled to Denver for AFI and Rise Again. Exactly. It's all the rage. Everyone's doing it now. <laughs> and then you um, also just recently came back this morning. This morning. This from, was a great decision. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> uh, all, we did a day trip, a day turnaround uh, up to Vancouver for the reunion of default, which makes me very excited. <laughs> You're, it's a, like, isn't that your favorite band? Uh, it, it's like 1A and 1B with, yeah, with Linkin Park. Okay, I, that's true. I, I don't like to put them up against each other. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, uh, they never really broke up, but it, it was one of those situations where they ran into so many label problems and so many legal issues that wasn't, that none of them were even music related that they just sort of were like, it's, why are we doing this? Mm -hmm. And just, uh, I guess hiatus is the right word. And then uh, the lead singer, Dallas Smith, went off and did his, uh, country solo stuff which turned out to be huge up in Canada also awesome. but yeah they decided that it was the right time to do it's kind of it, it seemed young for a farewell tour but it, it's it was sort of an opportunity to give fans of the band like an an actual send off so they could see them in a live setting so they're opening for Stone Temple Pilots the rest oh, of the way oh cool so it was an actual farewell tour like they are dismembering or like they're not going to be a band anymore. They're leaving it open. Okay. Well, they always it's do. It's very vague. I mean, it's true. But a lot of bands that say like, oh, we're, you know, cutting the cord. Like they come back like in a few years. They're like, oh, we devils or uh, what? Hell froze over and we're back together. I, I think in their <laughs> situation, it was, it, it, they didn't even know. I mean, because they could have done it and no one cared. Like they don't even know if people want to come out and see them. So I think mm -hmm. it's, it was sort of a wait and see. But if, uh, this weekend show was indication. They they have people who like them still. Good. <laughs> and so when you're planning to go somewhere new for a show, <laughs> it, like, do you typically plan to go just to that show? Or do you, like, look up restaurants to go to? Do you look up other things to do in the Ooh. area? How do you kind of plan for That's one, like, where you're going to stay? Do you stay at an Airbnb? Do you stay at a hotel? Ooh. Or do you just kind of like, That's the show, and I'm just going to kind of wing everything else? I think... I can't wing it, okay. but all of that is all important. I tend to prefer the Airbnb. Uh, it's always good if there's some other kind of hook to the you know why you're going, like whether it's the venue or like yeah. the reason for the show or something like that. It's always fun to sort of have that 
something like not, not that a show that's going to come through here in two weeks. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, it, it, try to find a cool city with that has other things to do in it. Mm. Uh, I don't. I don't want to shout out any bad cities, but like, yeah, like, it's not like I'm going to Kansas or Nebraska for sure. Right, Ohio. Oh, right. <laughs> um, but yeah. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is in Ohio. Oh, so. Is it? Good well, point. Well, I've never been to Ohio, uh, but I just remember many, many years ago, Danielle, my best friend, went there for Rock on the Range. Right. And um, she was like, there's nothing here. And I asked for fruit, like, instead of, like, French fries, and they looked at her like she was crazy. <laughs> she had to, like, literally drive, like, a half an hour, 45 minutes to find the nearest, like, grocery store with fresh like fruit and veggies, I guess. I don't know. That's what she said. And I was like, that's crazy. But we are a little spoiled here in California. <laughs> we are very <laughs> spoiled. <laughs> we are. But we, so in Denver, when we, went, when we went to Denver, we definitely scoped out like what restaurants, what bars, what, yep. what, what else yep. we wanted to do. Um, try to like figure out a good place to stay that was going to be um, good for all of that. And you kind of did some of that planning. Oh, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I had some idea, but yeah. left a lot of it to just sort of how we felt at the time. But food is very important to me. So <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> definitely was checking out the food scene and had a couple places in mind that we had to go to, including the Denver Biscuit Company. Oh, man, that Ooh. was delicious. Did you see my picture of that biscuit? I did. It was like the size of my head and I ate it. Pretty much all. Like, uh, <laughs> and I did not like it was. It was the best decision ever. Wow! It's a biscuit with fried chicken. Mine had bacon. Uh-huh. Hers did not. Then smothered in maple syrup and butter. Butter and this like yeah honey butter. Yeah, and honey then, butter like, topped mm-hmm. with another biscuit. Mm-hmm. And I got a two fried eggs on the side of mine because I needed to have eggs and chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and it was delicious. And I was definitely full for like the rest of the day. Yeah. But for, for some reason, all of my travels have been centered around donuts. I don't know. What? In Denver, they have voodoo donuts. Yeah. The, the world famous. Extend, uh, the other location. Everyone knows the one in Portland. True. I so, not, which yeah. came first? Portland or Denver? I think Denver? it was Portland. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm not sure. So I hit that. Then in Canada, they are uh, their chain there is Tim Hortons, and they are also the greatest. Really? So what makes them unique? The donuts. I don't know. They well, just taste is, better. Is just it like because you know, like at Voodoo, you have like the cereal on top, or yeah, like this and that. They don't really have the crazy donuts. Just variations on the ones you know. Just. Uh, different kinds of maple and I Timbits are basically um what are they donut holes that's what they call them Timbits I don't know that's what they're known for I love donut holes okay (laughs) so apparently I travel for donuts too I have no idea there actually was a donut place in Denver that we were going to go to what was the name of that place? I can't remember. But, but the cool thing about these donuts were their little niche thing. Oh, they infused the donut with alcohol. So <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. They put a straw in the baked donut, and the straw somehow you were injecting, yeah, like a needle or something, injecting alcohol 
into into the donut. So it's like a jelly donut, but it's like a Chardonnay donut. Like, <laughs> yeah. What? Or whiskey or whiskey. Something. Okay. All right. <laughs> something along those yeah. lines. Yeah. But um, but it was cool. I definitely when I travel for a show, like I've gone to Baltimore for a show before, um, and we definitely scoped out some really good restaurants and you know fun things to do and places to visit. But I don't know. It's always fun to get out of like your normal you know place, but. It's also cool to go to new places, new venues that you've never been to before, like how we all just went to the August Hall, which is a new venue. Right. So that was that was cool, and it wasn't as expensive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a great spot. I would definitely recommend going to see a show there. Yeah. And we were able to park if you do have to drive just like two blocks away. So, you know, if you can't public transit or Uber or whatever, it's really convenient. And um, just have to look out for some of the riffraff on the street but that's just part of the charm of san francisco and that's true (laughs) yeah that was nice there were two garages next to this venue so we had our options and yeah and uh maggie really enjoyed the garage that i chose because it was like whoosh 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 (laughs) like circle up circle up circle up like being on a ride Roller coaster. Uh, yeah, and I was afraid my card was going to get hit. But <laughs> it was fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I, I think one of the the coolest things, or most interesting things, about seeing shows in other places is watching how the people that live in those places take in the show because it, it the personalities are very different. Mm, that's um, a good point. In I mean, you know, some people, some I I don't know if it bases on the band, but. Uh, some crowds are really vocal and everybody sings or some, you know, some crowds have a lot of movement and some crowds are just kind of dead. Like, yeah. it's interesting to see the way people consume live music in different places. And it varies quite a bit. It's crazy. Interesting. So it's, yeah. It's Did you find that more so when you went overseas? Oh, yeah. Then here. It was, everyone's really into it there. It's all about being into the performance and singing and dancing yeah. and moving and hands up and clapping and <laughs> jumping. And but that. there were so many people at that particular festival, yeah. right? How many mm-hmm. people go? Are... 90,000. That's oh insane. <laughs> Did you, could you even with that many people, like even get close to the stage? Surprisingly, yes. Really? I was shocked. Oh. Cause like after every set, everyone moves. Like, oh, the, the band finishes and everyone goes off somewhere else. Crazy. So even on like the main stage, once the band finishes, you can walk right up. It's crazy. I, I don't know where everyone goes. But. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Are the, are people maybe not as like fanatical about like getting the set list or getting a pick it's there? Probably true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, the, the one I was surprised about was, we. I mean, we mentioned it was Rise Against at Red Rocks. I, mm-hmm. in my mind going in, I was like, you know, it's it's a punk show at this kind of all seated venue. I thought, I don't, how are people gonna? Is this where you know, do rock shows work here? Mm-hmm. Like, what are people gonna do? It it was the most engaged crowd I've seen in any in a show in years. It was crazy. Really? Like, I mean, even people aren't like moshing or anything, but just like singing and jumping and just movement. It was crazy. So that's that, awesome. I apparently there's a vibrant rock scene there (laughs) (laughs) well that's not surprising i think people were super into beck for sure like the crowd was definitely into the show um and they like jenny lewis of course too she was really good she was amazing yeah she's the best (laughs) maggie's favorite (laughs) um yeah so i don't know that's a really good point to i don't know see how 
people in other places react to the music and to the music scene there, you know? I think people in Denver are um, a little spoiled with Red Rocks, like, in a good way. Mm, like, true. you know what I mean? Like, if I lived near there, I would totally go there all the time and probably take it for granted, like, you know, just like we take our natural amazing things for granted here. So, but, um, yeah. yeah. I think it was then I saw a Papa Roach on the East Coast this year, and that one was totally different because everyone, like, people were, like, cheered and kind of sang along with the songs, but really stayed in place. Like, there was everyone just kind of watched when they were playing. Really? There yeah. wasn't, like, a pit or anything? Not at all. Because when we saw them at, at that venue that closed down. Right. Uh, the Armory. The Armory. Yeah. The crowd was crazy. Yeah. I nearly died. super into it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was, like, the whole, the whole floor, which was the whole crowd, was a pit. Essentially, this is true. except if you were on the outskirts, <laughs> it was crazy. It was great. Like it was a ton of fun. Yeah. Them and ADTR. A day to remember. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. is that venue now? Uh, <laughs> did, it, did it revert to the porn offices or whatever oh it was? Oh my God. Before? Right. I think that, I don't know. <laughs> Some guy was telling us that it was like, uh, it used to be, or it was maybe even still like, uh, office for pornos. I don't know. So weird. Like when you look it up, it's still, but it's in San Francisco, right? Anything is possible. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyways, um, did you drink the canned wine at Red Rocks? I don't want to admit it, <laughs> but yes, I did. <laughs> I know. It's I kind of like you have it. to, yeah. right? Yeah. I know. Like the it canned seemed wine like a good thing. idea at the time. Well, it definitely was, for <laughs> sure. And we found a really cute little wine bar um, close by to Red Rocks that we went to before the show. Yes. And they had we had some little nibbles there. And then, so just to keep the party going, we're like, yeah, let's get the wine in a can, man. It's easy. Yeah. And, uh, I th- and efficient. And efficient. It was, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was okay. It was okay. It was, yeah. I mean. It did the trick. I would prefer having wine in a can at a concert to beer in a can at a concert. That's true. So for me, it was win. Yeah. At the time. Um, Mike, do you tend to, well, that's like another thing. Like, do you guys tend to drink at shows? Yeah, that's a whole other. That's a whole other topic. I, I go mean, on, I generally go on the concert fast. Oh, you like don't I, eat? I don't eat. I oh, don't wow. drink anything. Yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't even know where this came about from, but it... You're uh, just so stoked. Yeah, exactly. I don't... I'm well, not sure. in <laughs> the past, it depends on the you show. You want, like, your senses to be exactly. heightened. By- <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, like, in the past, like, for, like, Linkin Park shows, when I was like, I need to be in the front, and you're not stopping me, and you're not taking my place. Like, I was like, I'm not gonna... I'm gonna be very... I'm gonna eat something, because I need to have fuel. Right. But it's gonna be something light and, like not too heavy and I'm not going to drink anything either because I don't want to have to go to the bathroom right and so I'm like I literally like at the end of the show sometimes like uh sometimes the security guards will give like the front row um some water or whatever which is nice and I would take like a little sip of that but for the most part if it's that kind of a show that I'm going to where I want to be as close to the band as possible in the front <laughs> then no I'm not going to drink anything but I will definitely eat something but if I'm more like kind of chill I'm going to hang in the back then I may have a glass of wine if it's available and if it's decent wine but 
I did have a smoothie yeah. at Red Rocks. Oh. Because that, I had just walked so up like <laughs> very healthy. They were, I had gone up like five thousand stairs to get in there. That's so true. I felt like I'd earned it. <laughs> yeah. How was the smoothie? The smoothie was delicious. Turned out they actually, the point of it is they actually do like vodka infused strawberry banana smoothies. Oh, which did yours I, have I vodka in it? I had a straight smoothie. Oh, come on, Mike. <laughs> it was delicious though. Nice. No, it was very important to hydrate at exactly. that show. It's true, it was. For real, after yeah. all of those stairs and the elevation, right? So, good good the, work. This was research I did not do beforehand. <laughs> I've clearly never been in the front row of a show because I've never had a security guard give me water. Oh, really? <laughs> that sounds really cool. <laughs> yeah, they'll literally, like, you're like little birds, like, <laughs> and they're, like, pouring water into your mouths, like, <laughs> literally, yeah. You guys are This is true. It's true. <laughs> but that's typically at, like, rock shows, you know, when you're just, like, not moving or at, like, a festival or something, so... Uh, I think those those days are long gone for me. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm more down to hang in the back, like, like at aftershock. I just kind of hung in the back. I didn't need to be scooched up in the front and smushed and sweated on. But it's still enjoyable. Some bands I do want to run up to the front though, still, but maybe not like the front front. So I can still drink and eat and all that good stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I've certainly had my fair share of other people's beers spilled on me during a show. That's and been... I, that is the worst. No, it's really not fun. No, I hate that smell yeah. of beer spilled on you. And it's and even worse when it's not even your beer. Yeah. It's the worst. Didn't even get to benefit from it. <laughs> I know, I know. And then it just lingers yeah. the rest of the show. You're just like, <laughs> it does. You're like, what's that smell? Oh, yeah. No, the drive home. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and when I go to shows, this is like another total random like tangent, is I do not wear open-toed shoes. I don't wear them anyway, but if I did, I would definitely not wear them at a show because no. you might get your little feet trampled on. I went, uh, when Danielle and I went to the Seven Dust show, she was wearing sandals. I'm like, are you going to wear those sandals? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, why not? And I'm like, hmm, do you forget where we're going? <laughs> and then she's like, oh, it'll be fine. So then we're, you know, standing, and this is a this was a show where we wanted to be up close to the front, so we're, like, in the middle of, of the crowd. And she's like, oh, now I remember why I shouldn't wear sandals to rock shows. <laughs> but luckily it was fine. But long story short, make sure that you're hydrated, but not too hydrated, <laughs> that you're well-fed, that it's not too heavy, you're wearing closed-toed shoes, and you're ready to have a good time. <laughs> this is sound advice. I have to agree. <laughs> and then the thing for women is the purse situation. Yes. I feel like you're also very on point with carrying as little as possible. I try. Well, I try. Yeah. So I used to um, bring a backpack. I, I will bring a backpack with me, like a little one, to a show. And um, <laughs> like back in the day, like I definitely when it was a band or somebody that like I was going in the front and the little backpack gets in the way and when you're, you're like in the crowd and the crowd is swaying it's like your backpack goes one way you go the other mm -hmm. so I try to avoid that so I literally like will give my backpack to my friend I'm like I'm going in take the flower out <laughs> Hold take it. the backpack off I'm going in and uh yeah so I don't know I don't know when that's gonna happen again but um but yeah and then now I've I found a fanny pack and yeah. the fanny pack is amazing. And it's a nice, 
you know, faux leather, um, low-profile fanny pack. It's not like the fanny pack of the 80s, but it's great. Yeah. stays in place. I keep my – what I need in there, my phone holds my credit card and my ID, and it's like – does that get around the clear bed? Do you need a clear fanny pack to get in? <laughs> yeah, that's like a new thing. If you go to like certain shows or even if you, you have to wear like a clear backpack. Luckily, oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is, I don't know. Yeah. Everything has to be clear. It's really silly. And then, but if you go to a show at, what is it? Um, what's that new the 49ers stadium? Levi's Stadium. The Levi's Stadium. I've not gone to a concert there, but what I have heard is that if you're a lady and you try to bring your purse in, I don't have a big purse. My purse is pretty small, but even my purse is too big to bring in. So there, then you would have to literally walk back to your car, drop your purse off, and then, yeah. Or maybe they have like a check-in system now where you check your belongings in or something, but how annoying is that? Especially if you're a woman and you like need whatever in your purse. Like you have that purse and the stuff in there for a reason. So anyway, I just found that I just find that to be very odd. I don't like that rule. No, I don't like it either. I don't I, understand it either. It's a pretty big stadium. I mean, is the yeah. purse really going to be in the way that much? I don't know. It's so <laughs> bizarre. Like it would honestly deter me from going to see a show there. Like it would. I would like be like, you know what? I'll just catch that show somewhere else. I'll go travel to see that show if I need to. <laughs> That's less of a hassle now. <laughs> right? Yeah. So. Anyway. All right. Well. That this has been a fun conversation that we've gone on many different tangents. <laughs> um, but um, if you're into wine and you like Pinot, I would definitely recommend going to see Maggie at the Donham Estate. And they have artwork there too. We didn't even talk talk about that. Yeah. Um, yes. Please come and visit us at Donham. The website is www.thedonhamestate.com. D-O-N-U-M-E-S-T-A-T-E.com. <laughs> and yes, in addition to having some incredible wines, we also have a world-class private art collection that shares the estate with us. And so uh, while you're there, you can see works by Artists such as Ai Weiwei, Louise Bourgeois, Keith Haring, uh, another form of art. We don't have music there. Uh, that would be another really cool combination. <laughs> For but sure. We have uh, sculptural art, and it's pretty incredible. Yeah. So, yes. They have a giant spider there. It's very cool. Oh. I love that one. Unless you're scared of spiders, in which case. <laughs> but you then may you could not... face your fear. Yeah. You know, and have it not attack you. Because it will not attack you because it's a sculpture <laughs> and it doesn't move. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it's giant. It's like the size of a, of a house or, yeah. It's pretty cool. It is. All right. Well, thank you, Maggie, so thank much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Don't forget to tune in uh, on our the various platforms out there, pretty much anywhere where you can stream a podcast. Exactly. Uh, go to our website, rockandvino.com. Like us and subscribe and show us that you care. Thanks. <laughs>